Yeah. I am Polychuck. My band is Polychuck. And you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, nice to meet you guys. Yeah, you as well. Where are you located? I'm in Montreal, Canada. Is it wicked cold there? It's um, it's very, very cold. Like right now, it's probably we we in Canada we count in Celsius, but uh, it, it's it's negative twenty Celsius. So that's probably around zero, maybe under that zero Fahrenheit. So that's very, very cold, freezing. So I don't. Rena's having trouble with her internet today, but she's in Finland. Oh, okay. Oh, so she, yeah, she, we, we talk about of. cold. She's got it really cold. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fucking Finnish internet. Uh huh. I thought it was your stupid internet. Because <laughs> you guys are well, we're here, we're here having a conversation. You're the one who's dropping in and out. So, <laughs> sure that. We were, about, we were just talking about how cold it is in Canada, but you you're used to that kind of weather over there in Finland. I was, like I, I was just complaining about the fucking Siberia out there. It's like the terrain wants to kill you. Not like in Australia, yeah. where like you know the fauna wants you yeah. dead. The air is, yeah. 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 Oh, I know. I know how that feels. Canada and Finland are pretty much in the same uh, uh, zone, but like we live, like Canada is a huge, huge country, but it's only like populated in in the south of it, where it's more, you know, the the where the because you're smart. Yeah. And they're up there. There's polar bears. Probably the same thing as you. Like we probably have the same landscapes. It's North Pole, basically. So. Right. Actually, like, I got to say, like, since I've been a little girl, I've had this, like, fixation with Canada. Because, like, when I was, yeah. like, five or something, I read somewhere that Canada is the best country in the world. Fuck you, Chris. I joined uh, at the right time. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I should say fuck you or if it's, a, like, a... A way of greeting. Uh... Oh, fuck you is great. That's my other partner, Chris. He's uh, an ex-Canadian, or I don't know, Canadian, whatever you want. I'm to... still, I'm still Canadian. <laughs> I'm nice sorry. Me, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit of an embarrassed Canadian these days, but I'm still a Canadian. Yeah. I just don't tell many people I'm Canadian in the last few weeks. But other than that, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Is that because of the convoy stuff, or like, I mean, what, why is that? Yeah, I mean, at some point, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know. You gotta go home. Like these guys are just. Anyways, I don't. I don't want to get too political. It's just. I'll. I'll get fucking political. These fucking assholes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) It's fucking like it's like it's like it looks big, but it's tiny. It's just few people, and they say they're the voice of Canadians. No, you're fucking not. No, you're. No. No. Here's here's the best tweet I ever saw. Okay, these people are so oppressed. That they jump in their fucking semi trucks, drive unimpeded for four days, blocking off every major highway in Canada, all yeah. the way to the capital, park in the middle of the street, set up hot tubs and fucking, <laughs> yeah. and fucking do shit. Oh, they're so fucking oppressed. Fuck off. Yeah, it's sorry. I mean, yeah. My Canadian accent came out there. <laughs> where, where where in Canada are you from exactly? Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver. That's the but I, I I grew up in Alberta though. So okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Yes. I got. I gotta say though, 
Can you imagine, like, if, if you think, like, your Canadian truck drivers were, were looking stupid doing the whole convoy thing, they actually did a convoy convoy here in Finland, too, they tried with to zero fucking trucks showing up. <laughs> but they, yeah. <laughs> but they uh, still they, managed to, like, yeah. block and obstruct, like, all, all sorts of traffic at the, at the main road here yeah, in the yeah. capital of Helsinki. Yeah. And, and basically, they're just, you know... I'm sorry to use this language, but white trash idiots getting drunk in public, acting like asses. That's what you are. You're not making a difference. I'll I'll, I'll end with this before we get to music. Canadians are so fucking polite. They did nothing at all. Nothing. Yeah. Until $1 billion in trade was disrupted with us. And then they're like, Oh, I guess we better do something, eh? <laughs> <laughs> do something about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're nice people, but we're, we're nice people. Sometimes we're too nice. So, yeah. I agree. Anyways, let's anyway, get to music. Yeah. Bruce? Yeah, so welcome to the show. As you figured out, we're not going to be on any kind of topic. We're going to be everywhere. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. So just reading your bio and listening to some stuff, you've been at this since about 13. For those not familiar with uh, Polychuck, can you give us like the two-sentence boardroom pitch? Um, shredder, singer, songwriter, tattoos, uh, fighter. Yeah, that's pretty much, that sums it up. I, <laughs> I love that. That was perfect. Fighter, <laughs> fighter like MMA stuff? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's like my second passion. I don't do it professionally, but I like to do, uh, you know, smoker fights, MMA fights, amateur fights. I like to train. I like to train, and it's my way of being active. I train, I spar, and I kick people's ass, and I get my ass kicked. But yeah, <laughs> which one is more? Which one is more usual? The former or the latter? Get it before between kicking people. I. Um, I guess no. I, I don't like to try to spar hard anymore and like get punched in the face and get punched in the head. It's just I don't even. I don't think I'm gonna even fight again. Maybe like a, a real fight. Uh, it's just it's too uh, it's too much damage to the brain. I think people were asking me, "Hey man, you're a guitarist. You've been shredding for a long time, and you're sparring. Aren't you afraid for your hands and your knuckles?" Yeah. I'm like, "No, but I'm afraid for my brain. I was rocked a few times, and when you." Get a concussion. I was never knocked out, but when you get a concussion, you, you feel the after effects. It's like for a couple of days, you feel kind of like it's scary as hell. And to think that there's guys that are like living permanently in that state with CTE and yeah, I mean that's a thing. Like that. Even in, even in like pro football, right? That's a thing. I mean, they're showing that those people, oh, yeah. and then it ends up yeah. with all kinds of weird ramifications later on down the road. Yeah, yeah. Hockey players a lot too. Like in Canada, hockey is huge. Um, those guys, you know, they, a lot, a lot of them are dumb, you know, by the age of 50, 45, and it's just like, they got concussions when they were young and it just shows up the, so after, you know, so. Well, and they get concussions when they're young and then they get them again when they're still young and then they get them again when they hit the juniors and they get them again when they hit semi-pro and then they get pro and then finally someone's like, oh, you better go to the dark room. And they're like, what's the dark room? Yeah. Well, you might, you might have a concussion. Well, it might be the fifth or sixth one they've had in their life by then. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, are you in Are you in Montreal? Where are you at? Yeah, Montreal. Does I, my French accent come out? No, your Montreal accent came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not, yeah, man. I have a I have a, a few friends in Montreal. Yeah, and I was like, man, that sounds like a Montreal accent. Yeah, to totally. Yeah. <laughs> Montreal I'm English. <laughs> I'm French. My my first language is French, but uh, so but yeah, obviously I'm in Montreal, so I hear Montreal. 
You know, I learned English in my uh, in my mid twenties, early twenties, mid twenties. Before I didn't really speak English. I only spoke French. I went to yeah. French school and all, and I guess I just picked it up by hearing English people. Yeah, you, you have perfect yeah. English to me. It just sounds like you're from Montreal. I would, I would never <laughs> guessed. Never would have guessed. So, what kind of uh, what kind of guitar are you playing right now? Um, I like to play with my favorite guitar that I'm playing with. Um, so far, it's been my Mac first, and it's it's a hand uh, crafted. A custom guitar made in Canada by a dude in uh, in in, in uh, British Columbia, but I don't I, I don't remember the the, the exact location. Uh, great guitar, he makes boutique guitars. It's like a yeah. perfect shredder's guitar. It's somewhere it's over there, but anyways, perfect guitar for shredding. Yeah. Yeah, and did he do custom pickups for you, or did you choose the pickups you wanted in? Uh, no, the pickups were. Um, were made by another dude somewhere in Canada that makes handcrafted pickups, and it's the, the pickups that he puts in most of, the, most of his guitars, and I trusted him on that. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boutique, boutique pickups are so cool because you can't get them anywhere else except for from that. There's no mass production of them, yeah. and yeah. the quality control, like, I don't, has anyone, has Bruce Arena, have you ever watched someone wind a guitar pickup before? Never. It's it's a crazy process. Like yeah. they they have to get the tension just right on this thin steel of wire, and it, and like it's the tension of the of the wire around the magnet and how much wire around the magnet that dictates what the pickup will sound like. So they have to figure out the tension and the thickness to make it sound the way they want. It's yeah. it's a it's a fucking crazy I, process. Yeah, I bet they all all of the pickups that he makes sounds kind of different yeah yeah i guess yeah i mean i guess if you're making them by hand it's going to be almost impossible to duplicate it exactly right yeah 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 i mean they they sound amazing uh the the guys were really a a master at his craft but yeah Uh, can we see the guitar sorry can we see the guitar yeah it's right uh, here Oh my God! It's, I have an erection. That thing is fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, the model is called the Pagan, um, and it's based off of a a Super Strat or, or like a Sir or something like that. It's it's definitely com- comparable to Sir guitars. I don't know if you've ever played. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It sounds amazing. Headstock is beautiful. Yeah, Very nice. Yeah. I forget what the name of the the, the pickup brand is. Uh, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll Google yeah. it. You can Google Mac Furson and the pickups that he puts in his guitar are probably somewhere on his website. The guitar is amazing. It's comparable to a Sir. I also have a Sir, which I paid $7,000 for. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. Uh, but it's just, just as good as this one. This is more around the 2 3K rate, price range. Right. For a handmade custom guitar. Yeah, handmade, hand, handmade in, in, in Canada. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. Sorry, I, I sometimes I just have to look at guitars. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I, I understand. I totally understand that. Yesterday, I took I'm co-writing a song with the beautiful Rena here, so and I had to change the tuning of my guitar, and I took it into the shop yesterday. It's an old '80s Ibanez DT350. It's like okay. an X series. It's like it's kind of like a Destroyer, but it has a cutout in the back. Okay. Anyways, the guy was like, "Do you want to sell this?" Uh-huh. I was just like, it's beat up to shit. It's from 1984. Why would I want to sell it? And then he told me, 2500 bucks. 
Wow. And I was just like, no, I don't want to sell it. He's <laughs> like, what about a guitar off the wall? I was like, no, no, I'm not selling it. <laughs> guitar geek speaking. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, Chris goes down the road. Rena, what you got? She's on mute. Oh, Come you're on mute. Yeah. She's been having trouble with mute. I, I, Chris, I bought a fucking mic and it worked perfectly when me and Chris were just fucking chatting before we started recording. Now I can't get it to work anymore. Stupid. The, so back to my laptop yeah. audio. This is the level of professionalism <laughs> in this podcast. It works fine. So, I have a ton of mics here and I'm using my, my, my computer audio, so. Yeah. Oh, you are because you sound awesome. Like I'm always ashamed of my audio <laughs> in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what? I use I get tons of messages because I post a lot on social media. It's where I post. It's where I my my fan base is mostly is on social media, and I post a lot of like guitar videos and music videos and stuff. And people always ask me, "Man, how do your videos look so good and sound so good?" I only use my phone. No microphone, no nothing, no light, no ring light. I just put it there and play guitar. So oh. I guess, I don't know. Like, is this a paid endorsement? <laughs> like, is this like, shot on the iPhone. But no, it's just, I guess, people say, man, great tone you got. And it's just my guitar. The amp is right there. I'm using good amps, good good gear, and but it's just through the microphone. So, that is freaking killer. Imagine, imagine, imagine 20 years ago. Okay. Fuck. Imagine 10 years ago. Yeah. Even 10 years ago. I, 10 yeah. years ago, I was on MySpace. I was, you know, I was trying to put <laughs> my band on MySpace and it was the, well, it was the biggest thing. If you weren't on MySpace. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. And back then it was like, for me, especially for me, I was really into deathcore and like extreme metal but more on the core side type of thing like emo when emo met death metal type of thing <laughs> didn't last very long but it was cool back then yeah we were on on myspace we, we didn't have uh, we we could we could uh, uh, upload songs and mp3s and whatever but the videos were just i remember the, some cell phones we could shoot videos with cell phones like uh, somebody shot my first concert ever my first live show in my metalcore deathcore band we couldn't see shit we couldn't hear shit it was just like a bunch of pixels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the venue was horrible the, the everything was horrible obviously but yeah. and now now we're getting like on, on my phone the the camera sensor is you know equal to a yeah, a DSLR. yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like are, are you are you kidding me? Like it's yeah. fucking crazy. I think um, um, Lady Gaga shot one of her music videos with an iPhone as a publicity. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They made it made it look beautiful. Yeah. It has to do with the lighting and stuff. But she she shot a, a whole uh, a whole music video on iPhone. That's crazy. So so this will lead me into another question. Then how how is technology kind of reframing the way you promote yourself? It's definitely helping. Well. It, it lowers the cost of everything because I can do a lot of things myself. So, so far, all the music that I've put out has been recorded, mixed, mastered, everything by me. Uh, you know, photo shoots, everything was done by myself. Promotion, also, I did promotion through, you know, Facebook ads and, and, and TikTok and all those, those things, which are available to everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and fairly affordable. Yeah, fairly affordable. Uh, if you know what you're doing, yes. 
because yeah. you get charged on how many people think uh, either click on your post or engages with your post or whatever. Uh, but if you target the right audience, it, it's 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 cheap. If you target the wrong audience, uh, it's expensive. Expensive because well, you get a lot of clicks from people but, who don't give a shit about you. Right? But like, I don't know how many. I'm sure Rena has used Facebook ads before. Have you? You're, You're on mute. mute again. Stupid microphone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I have I have a little experience right. with them. They, they are like you know, and, and we were just discussing actually this yeah. with Bruce before we started recording, and it's just like you know that you gotta be very careful with with what you do and what your demographic is, and as in the terms of like you don't want to have a, a single ad running for a month or two because it's gonna be annoying as hell to the people. Yeah, you don't want to annoy people with your ad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know that you'd rather do like short spurts. See how how it works and and so on and so on, rather than you know do the because like if if the person has to click like already purchased or why am I seeing this ad or anything like that, you've already like done a counterproductive yeah. thing to your yeah. product brand or music or whatever it is you're but, trying to promote. So yeah, but it's I'm I'm a lead creative as 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 my profession as my day job. So right. I think of like these creative concepts all the time and then the like yeah. mechanics of advertising is like Ugh. <laughs> you know oh my God. if you if you go into facebook ads and you create an ad you can target like i'm i'm exaggerating here but i could say like rena lives at this address target that pretty much that's yeah it's crazy it's, what you can do so so precise and that's because you know companies like you know google and, and facebook and all those big giants they track everything you do on on your phone, every page that you visit, everything you do. And and even for like, imagine if we had, if companies like McDonald's and all that had this like 20 years ago. We'd um, all be dead from diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. Hardening of the arteries for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. But um, uh, just it just goes to show that things are not, you know, it's available. It's, you know, everybody can use it. So might as well use it right. Learn to use it the right way. And but, you, yeah. Oh, do you actually do any social media posts about this aspect of your career? Like, do you talk to your fans about how, how you promote yourself? No, not really. Because, uh, and, but that might not be a, a, a bad idea because I know artists that do that and they yeah. talk about, uh, and and it's just, it's just appealing for like uh, newer artists or just people that are just not as as maybe as, as popular and it's uh, it's a great way to promote yourself. People are interested in in knowing how to promote themselves. But um, no, I mean my and it's funny because I use Google ad, uh, I mean I use uh, Facebook uh, Facebook ads and Instagram ads a little bit, but most of my audience the engaged fans and the people that listen to my music on Spotify and people that buy my merch, whatever are not people that came, uh, from those ads. Uh, they came mostly from TikTok and from my re reels reels, which is the, the yeah. version of Instagram, their response to TikTok, uh, which is almost just as big, if not bigger, uh, it is. they came from, from that. And it was, it was all free. Wow. Was, okay. I I found the right format and the right content and the right way to talk about my music 
and the right way to expose my music to other people with the right format using my phone using <laughs> this is not a hey. using my phone right there and just filming myself and people just loved it and i have a whole bunch of viral videos of just me shredding here in my home studio no no uh, no fancy equipment no, no and and just just like that and no uh no um um ads uh not paid ads right this, this is really cool to me this is a really cool discussion because we don't we don't get a lot of this type of discussion with people that do viral mm -hmm. videos you know i find this quite quite interesting well there's a lot of people that do viral videos and they don't know why their video went viral and they just keep making videos and and you know it's, it's sometimes it's hard to know why a video goes viral it just right. does especially with the way the algorithms work nowadays with tiktok and instagram tiktok just changed the whole game oh, yeah. drastically drastically I was hearing uh, an interview with, I think, CEO, Sony CEO, or one of the biggest, you know, labels. And he, he was saying that TikTok is the new, uh, is the new, uh, um, um, geez, the new MTV. Yeah, it is, yeah. TikTok is the new MTV. It's where artists get discovered. This is where, you know, artists blow up. And it's crazy how it changed the whole game. And that's why all the all the labels and all the distributors have licensing deals now with TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because now TikTok is uh, you can use it as a social media, but you can also use it as a like a streaming platform, kind of yeah, kind of like face, uh, kind of like uh, YouTube. And you can also put you can also choose songs from licensed providers. Yeah, yeah. to put in your videos. Yeah, and they make money off of your yeah. videos if they go viral. So it really, the, the game is completely drastically changed and it just it keeps changing like this. I, when I started making music, it was MySpace. And yeah. MySpace was like, wow, this revolutionary way of putting your music out there on the internet for free. People can go and listen to your song or two or three or I think you could put up to like five or six songs. And so many bands blew up on MySpace. Like I, I remember Bring Me the Horizon is one of the one yeah. of, a band I really admire because they 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 got really far. Um, Bring me the horizon. They started off as like a deathcore kind of emo type of band on MySpace, and now they're freaking playing with Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran on on the biggest stage in, in the UK. So there, there's actually another social media app that just came out last year. Um, it was started by my friend Dan and Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Yeah, and it, it's called Tribe, and it's specifically made to pay musicians and content creators for their work. Nice. So you, well, like they have the tipping feature built right into the app as you go. It's pretty cool. It's like T T R Y B E. I thought you were going to say discord. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, discord is an, another that I, I, I should maybe look into. I've never tried it, but I know it's kind of like Facebook groups or discussion groups or something like that. I, I don't really know much, enough about Discord. I don't yeah, know anything about it. There, there's also, just too many options. I often, uh, why wonder, I often wonder why we don't go viral because we're like the best content on the web. <laughs> I'm not, you know what? Sometimes it's just the format. Sometimes it's literally just the difference between shooting like this or like that. Yeah. Literally. I've been yeah. playing around with it, but I haven't figured it out. Anyway, let's bring this back to, uh, to Polychuck since that's why I guess we're here. <laughs> you, you probably didn't want to get up and just chat with you know Rena and Chris all day. 
You got yeah. much better things to do, like pull your toenails. I, out I mean, I'm having fun though. <laughs> it's a different kind of interview. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's fun. I like it. Maybe that should be our tagline. A different. <laughs> we just rebranded yeah. on the fly. Rena, you have anything before I jump in? Well, hell yeah, I do. I was gonna try and like drag the conversation to Polychuck's music. So you've got this new <laughs> single out. Tell us about that one. Yeah, uh, so I released a song just a little bit before. I released, actually, it was two songs. It was like a MIDI EP on um, Spotify and all that, um, just a little bit before Christmas. Uh, so it was like a, a, a bonus. It was like the two, the two extra tracks for my EP that I released in, uh, in July last year, and they were the more, uh, the more edgy, edgier tracks, the more a little proggier, more solos, more... Uh, a little bit more metal. I'm a metal, you know, metal head and I'm right. a metal fan. Even though my music is not necessarily metal, it's, you know, it was me going back to my roots and, you know, embracing my metal, metal head self. So, yeah, there's a little bit more metal sound in my two, two new songs. Yeah. Your, your voice is very pretty, I gotta say. It's very, oh, very soothing, very, very like, you know, it just has a very nice tone. Thank you. So it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking when I was testing out my headphones earlier that I kind of like the Barry White of podcasting or I think there's like a bunch of babies being made in the backs of cars while we're podcasting here when I speak. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, Bruce. Yeah. This is you. Oh, she's done. Is it me or the connect? The connect? No, that's her. Now, um, so let me ask you a question. Since this is all you, is there any kind of plans to take this out on the road at all or anything like that or how? Yeah, I have uh, I have a bunch of friends that play music really, really well. And I even put a band together. We, we did a couple of shows. We played um, uh, in September. I did a showcase for my EP that was released two months before. Um, and, and yeah, so it's, it's more than possible. We do it and record it. Yeah. All right. I am. I'm getting. I'm getting uh, uh, distracted yeah. by by everything that's going on. But yeah, I have a band. I put a band together, and I even met uh, you know great. Uh, I met a great drummer, great bass player, a whole bunch of great musicians on TikTok and and uh, and Instagram. So it's totally doable, and we do it. Yeah. I think I think something that a lot of Canadian or a lot of people outside of Canada, even a lot of people in Canada, don't know is that Montreal is a hotbed of some of the best musicians, not only in the country, but in the world. We have some really amazing musicians. If you know a little bit, like, if you're familiar with the, the fusion scene and the jazz, more like on the jazz and more intellectual side of, of music, we have like the craziest musicians here, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Bruce, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, so are there any, any kind of uh, firm dates lined up to play out? Now that things are sort of you know, opening up, not a yet. Bit. No, oh, not not yet. Because uh, in Canada, it's a little slower than than unfortunately than the United States. Oh, you can't get over the bridge. Uh, we, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. I said you can't get over the bridge, so it's a little slower, right? Oh wow, well, yeah. And and they're trying to make things go faster. They're trying to make the you know they're trying to make the 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 uh, the measures, you know, stop, but it's just making things worse. So, but yeah, yeah. things are slower. 
because it's the way it is. I live in Quebec. Quebec is the gyms just reopened yesterday here. Quebec oh, was Quebec is strict, man. Very strict. We very had strict. more cases than everybody else. One of the places in the entire world where we had as many deaths and cases. Yeah. So, yeah. So um so no, unfortunately no shows. Gotcha. Planned, no 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 dates yet. But hopefully, you know, if I can tour to the US or you know, somewhere else in Canada, right. that would be that would be what's, that would what's be. the visa that gets you over the border for touring? I think it's a P one visa. That's what you need uh, to get. I don't know. I don't know exactly, but uh, it yeah, it requires uh, some some kind of visa. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a P one visa, and you get a lawyer, and it costs about five grand. But you have to have like shows lined up, and it has to be with a promoter, and yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of reasons. But it's for totally it. it's totally doable. You know? Easily, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With Canada the, and the USA are very reciprocal in the way that they deal with musicians. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Anyway, we've got like five minutes. Mina, you got anything? She, she, Rena's got silence because she's frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there she is. She's back. Oh, she's we got back. Like five minutes. You got anything else? This is so dumb because I keep missing like half, half of what you guys are talking about. But then again, the P1 visa is out of my, you know, comfort yeah. zone. But, but yeah, so I hope I'm not like repeating something you guys have already discussed. Uh, but, but tell us about the inspiration of the song. Um, the biggest inspiration, and you know, it's, it's the, the, uh, I, I draw my inspiration musically from so many places and, you know, it's even hard for me to even pinpoint the genre that I make, you know, um, I guess the, the, the main inspiration is it, although it doesn't sound exactly like that, it's just, it's in the same, uh, mind, uh, state of mind as, you know, my my biggest idols are like Porcupine Tree, Stephen Wilson, those, oh. those because these guys, they don't care about the style or the genre or whatever. They just make the music that they want to make. And that's why I admire them. And the music is always great. You know, Stephen Wilson, he has poppy songs. He has metal songs. He has songs that sound like Meshuggah. He has songs that sound like freaking uh, 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 the beauty and the beast. I don't know all kinds of stuff. And I'm talking about the Disney movie. You know, and it just and it's just because he approaches music as like it's music. It's what I want. It's a beautiful melody. And that's what I'm making. So I guess that's my that's my influence. My influence is don't care. Just do whatever. And I'm a shredder. I play guitar fast and I love to shred. So it's part of my music. It's there. I also like synths and proggy kind of sounds. So I put a lot of synths. I also like trap beats. Sometimes, not all the time. So I put a little bit here and there of, of you know, trap sounds. And it just makes the music that I make. So I guess... Creating like that must be kind of cool, though, because you can, you're not limited to, I just can have distortion here. I mean, you've yeah. kind of got a palette of anything, right, then? Yeah, exactly. And and they're all, like, they're, they're all genres that I've tried, because I've, I've made beats before i've made country songs and i've made so they're all genres that i can make so i can put them together and create that that new genre that is me um yeah sweet yeah. nice anything else i got nothing else but where can where can people find you what's your socials and web uh polychuck p-o-l-y-c-h-u-c-k um on instagram tiktok 
uh, all my music is is on um, uh, YouTube. Like almost all my songs have music videos, and uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all those those uh, those streaming apps, uh, SoundCloud, all of them. Okay, all and what about merch? Where do they get merch? They can get merch on my website, polytalk.com. Yeah. All right. Get shredding lessons. I also sell all my tabs and all my licks and a whole bunch of guitar stuff for people that are more interested in guitar. Yeah. So nice. Hope that wasn't too bad. We were sort of all over the place, but I mean, it's, we had fun. I had fun. So that's the way we Different kind of conversation. It's more about, Letting people get to know the artist instead of asking all like the, yeah, yeah. where did you get your band name? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So you get to know the, the, the personality. Of, of yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. And we yeah. never know where we're going to end up. We just kind of go where it goes. And sometimes it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that brings us to the end, my friend. I hope that wasn't too bad. And uh, good luck with uh, yeah. everything. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot, and say bye to Arena for me. Yeah, she's having trouble in Finland today, but All thanks, right. for, thanks for putting up with us. We'll see you. Keep bye. rocking. Later. All right. Bye. Bowie, Dylan, Marley, you've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.